episode Peyton Manning. Welcome back to it. It's Friday the 15th. Hope everybody listening had a good uh, week. I was happy as fuck to start my weekend as always. Last, I think last week I recorded, uh, I recorded this right after I got off work it, on, uh, on Friday and I, and I enjoyed it. Now here I am again, uh, doing the same shit. Um, but yeah, I, I did some new shit, uh, on Monday. I did something new on Monday. Uh, you saw the title. I did stand up comedy for the first time and, uh, yeah. I I had only uh knew I I'd only considered doing it for like the last like two months. Like this wasn't some lifelong dream, like this wasn't something I had uh even entertained for very long. I'd just been watching a ton of comedy specials. Um I uh I think I made a ranked list on my letterboxd and uh and I think I have like thirty some comedy specials in there and just um listed out. But yeah, I've just been watching a lot of comedy and I only about a couple months ago did I like really decide like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, write something that I could feel okay saying on stage and when I feel prepared, I'm going to get on stage and I'm gonna say it. So I had only really committed to that about two months ago. And uh, yeah, it was cool. I got up there. I was at the the heavy anchor in uh, St. Louis. I uh, it was kind of like a bar with a venue to the side. It looks like they mostly do they mostly do music stuff, I guess. Um, but they have a comedy open mic on uh, on Mondays. So uh, so yeah, I was there. And I got to uh, do five minutes uh, on stage. It was actually supposed to be four minutes. I didn't know about the, uh, about the time limit. It's, it was pretty relaxed. It was chill. Everybody I talked to was really cool. Um, but yeah, I was up there for five minutes. Apparently the limit was four. I'll cut to it. Absolutely bombed. I mean, I mean, absolutely bombed. I got very few laughs. Um, I, I got a, I got a couple laughs, maybe, like about three times I can remember hearing, you know, some kind of chuckle or reaction, you know, in the laughter variety. Um, and, uh, you know, I was told that there were apparently only like six people in the audience when I got up there. So, I mean, I still wasn't funny is how I view it. You know, I still didn't get that many laughs. I also went up there completely prepared differently than every other comedian that was there uh, because every other comedian was just, you know, kind of going through jokes and, you know, just kind of bullshitting in between a little bit, but they were kind of just going from joke to joke. Um, I wrote 10 minutes of stuff that, that like, one piece built on the next piece and et cetera, and uh, it has, like, a kind of a callback near the end. I wrote 10 minutes worth of that, practiced it, pretty much fucking memorized it. Every time I recited it, it was different. Literally every time I uh, I practiced it, it was different. And when I got up there on stage, and I just started going with that. Um and you know, I I remembered the vast majority of it. It was pretty chill um because they there was a little table up there where you could set down your drink and you could put down your notebook. Most of the comedians just walked up there with their notebook. 
I wasn't prepared for that. I didn't think that was going to be an option, but I had my little notebook, so I put that up there, and um, I don't think I even had to look at it, but to try to make myself feel a little more comfortable, I looked at it a couple times. Uh, but man, make no doubt, I did not get a lot of laughs in the, in that room. But man, it was cool. It was really fun. I I wasn't really that scared by the end of it. I whether whether it was because I had practiced it a lot or I just put myself in the right spot, I don't know. Uh, but I did make that a pretty big priority before doing that, just to make sure that I would be, you know, mentally okay uh, with whatever happened on stage. You know, there's because there's so many scenarios. It's like, say, say it was a packed house that night. Who the hell knows? I still don't know if I would have got much laughs. I really don't think I would have because um, I don't think there was uh, much of a way I was going to feel too comfortable up there uh, on stage because it was I was doing it for the first time. I was comfortable reciting all of my material. So I was uh, I was glued to that and I was hyper focused on that. Uh, but make no doubt, I was very uncomfortable on the stage. I couldn't see anybody really because of the lights. I could have tried maybe just to get my bearings. Maybe I, I'll have to do that next time if the lights are fucking terrible. Um, but yeah, it was. I was spitting my shit into the void for the most part. And um, I again, I was going. I I went up there with a completely different thing than everybody else. But it's like that's what I prepared, and that's what I was, you know practicing for this night so it's like it's I wasn't gonna divert but yeah I was up there and I was having fun you know it was it was actually so much fun even though it felt like the whole time I was bombing absolutely bombing but I just kept going and the the guy who runs it uh Chad Wallace is his name a uh, really nice guy he uh he was sitting up front and he said are you gonna do your whole notebook and I'm just like, oh shit, well how much how much time do I have? And he's like, yeah, we've been flashing the light at you. I'm like, oh fuck. Okay, and I just kind of froze because I was like, where, where the fuck is the light? But I wasn't going to ask that because, you know, I, uh, I said during my set that it was my first time doing it. So I already made that clear. Um, so I, I wasn't going to ask on the mic, well, where was the light? It's like, okay, clearly I could have asked a question and gotten that information. I knew of a, you know, the light. I've heard of that, that that's a thing, but you know, it was a pretty chill, uh, it was a pretty chill time, and it seemed like people were up there for as long as they wanted, uh, but I, that that's the other thing with comedy, like time, time feels very different um, up there. When I was on stage, it felt like two minutes, but I found out I was up there for like five um, and, and sitting in the crowd sometimes with, you know, different comedians, four minutes feels very different. I have no doubt that every, you know, they were obviously keeping track of the time. So every comedian probably did about four minutes, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, so that was new. I know that for next time, I guess. Um, I'll definitely be going back. It was cool. And, uh, I, I don't want to just go there once and, you know, for my first time and like, you know, not show myself again. I, I, I wouldn't like that because, you know, I was I had fun talking to people. I wasn't overly social or anything because um, I'm I'm sure the regulars there have seen plenty of people come for one time and then never come again. So, I mean, I I was there. I was pretty focused. I had fun. You know, uh, the people I talked to were were very nice and uh, very helpful. 
But yeah, overall, really fun, really cool. I'm definitely doing it again, but uh, yeah, we'll have to see. The issue is there's plenty of open mics in St. Louis, but St. Louis is two hours away from me, so I'll be, uh, I can look at alternate options. I'll have to look into that, but um, I was originally wanting to record this Monday night, like the night that I got, uh, that I did it, because I thought it would be cool to kind of document document it right after it happened when it was fresh, you know. But God, we got back at like 1.30 because, you know, it's two hours away. So we got back at 1.30. God, I was just exhausted. And my, my head was still all over the place, you know, from uh, just from, from doing that and still thinking about it. And it was so fresh that I, I couldn't even articulate my own feelings in my own head. You know, they were mostly, they were pretty much, you know, all positive. I was... I knew immediately that it was a big deal that I was not embarrassed in the slightest, you know, like that was the victory for me. Like that was the thing that I first thought of that, that kind of confirmed. It's like, okay, yeah, right decision. You got very few laughs, but I mean, damn, you weren't embarrassed at all. And that at bottom line, that was the mission, uh, to go up there and be okay with, you know, whatever happened. But, uh, but also I was able to recite my shit, so that was good too. But I'll I'll definitely be going back to that place and I'll have to go try out another place, maybe a, a place that's uh that that's a comedy club and uh and just see how the feeling is there. See how different that is and, and also I'm definitely gonna switch up the, the writing style a little bit. Um but also it's like that uh that ten minutes that I wrote, it's not gonna get abandoned. I, I feel like I can't just throw it out there on my very first uh, open mic and never bring it back again. So I'll probably probably be out there with that stuff again. But yeah, it was fun. I I usually try to talk about my writing shit on the show. I, uh, I said a week or two ago that I'm going to get back to, you know, regular writing updates to try to keep myself accountable. So now that I'm on this venture uh, with this comedy shit, I, I don't think I'll be doing another open mic anytime soon, but, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be keeping myself accountable with, with that side too. So that'll be fun to talk about. I made, yeah. And I, um, uh, I, I, I made, I had a joke about the Cardinals, you know, I had, a, I had a joke about the Cardinals sucking cause it was in St. Louis. So easy joke for me to make pretty on brand. You see the fucking podcast. So I, I, so that was something that I did get some reaction to. I had a joke about the Cardinals just sucking, and some guy was like, yep, that's how it is. And I'm just like, that's that's my man. That's my dog right there. And uh, speaking of that, I will, uh, I'll actually be at the Cardinals game on Monday. Adam Wainwright pitches. That's going to be fucking sick. I bought these tickets like months ago because there was like a Cardinals flash sale of some kind. And it was like 60-some bucks. It was great. It was like 22 bucks per game that I got. And this is my last game of the year. Uh, September 18th, the Cardinals will play the Brewers. Adam Wainwright's at 199 career wins. So that'll be really something uh, to see him go for that on Monday. And I'll get to be there for that. So no matter what happens, that's going to be the shit. That's going to be so fun. So real excited for that. And yeah, uh, speaking of the Cardinals, again, I was planning to release this episode on Tuesday. So last Friday when I recorded episode 17, 
the Cardinals were playing on Apple TV, so I was able to watch the game, and blackout restrictions didn't get in my way, you know? So I was able to watch the Cardinals game while doing the show, which I had never done before. And right after I got done recording, the Cardinals started to just kick ass and a lot of cool shit happened. So I recorded a whole chunk of this episode, of episode 18, that was a part two to that. That was me talking about all the cool shit that happened after I stopped recording because I was mad um, that the that the Cardinals started doing good after I stopped recording. And fast forward a week later, I'm recording again, and the Cardinals are on Apple TV Plus for the second week in a row. They're playing the Phillies. They're currently losing 4 to nothing in the bottom of the third, if anyone's curious. Uh, Zach Thompson had a very bad first inning and kind of got tore up, but I guess he settled down a little bit. But yeah, we're losing 4 to nothing in the bottom of the third. This game's not as much worth uh, talking about as I'm recording. But I swear to God... If they start kicking ass right as I stop recording and I have to do Watching the Birds Part 3, I'm actually going to be pissed. I promise I'm going to be so pissed. Because this is Watching the Birds Part 2, and now it's compacted because, you know, there's a game going on right now, so now it's it's a risk. But um, because this episode was different and I talked about the stand-up shit at the start... Um, now, the Watching the Birds Part 2 that was recorded after watching last Friday's game when the Cardinals were playing the Reds. The Cardinals were playing the Reds, and that was last Friday. So, this is pretty much the end of the episode. But the last chunk of the podcast here is uh, was recorded a week ago. It was recorded last Friday, which would have been the 8th? Yeah, it would have been September 8th. So this was recorded on the 8th. Um, while I was, uh, right as I was watching, I uh, I watched the Cardinals game as I was recording last week's episode. And I talked about everything that happened because the Cardinals did really well. And it was a unique opportunity, you know. So without further ado, if you've listened to this point, as always, I appreciate it. I'll throw on the last part here. I'll be back next Friday as always. Stand-up was fun as fuck, though. So I'll definitely be doing it again. Every time I go do it open mic, I'll uh, I'll talk about it on here. So that'll be fun. I'll hold myself accountable a little bit, just like the uh, just like the writing. So, and speaking of the writing, I need to get on that shit. I I finished the second draft of uh of the baseball pilot last Friday. Um, and I got to edit that and then I got to either get to writing that or I'll need to hop on, uh, another project and, uh, get something done with that as well. So, uh, long story short on the writing front, I, you know, I got to get on it. I've talked long enough. There's still more. Jesus Christ. Here's the bonus shit. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Last episode, I uh, I was recording it and watching the Cardinals game at the same time, um, and I talked about what was happening a little bit, and I talked about the you know the Cardinals were doing well at the time, so that was fun, you know. And as I was editing that episode and getting it posted, and then you know doing the Twitter stuff, etc. By the time that I'm doing all of that stuff, you know I'm taking peeks at the game, and. Uh, 
And by the time I get done with all that, it's like the bottom of the eighth, you know? So I'm just like, okay, you know, fuck it. Let me make another episode talking about how the game finished out. Because what I talked about in the last episode where I was watching the game, nothing happened in that sliver that I was watching. But immediately when I started editing it, the game started to pick up. And that's, I won't lie, that's why we're here. Immediately after I uh, stopped recording, uh, Luke and Baker came up in the top of the third inning. Bases were loaded at the time. Uh, Luke and Baker hasn't been terribly hot at the plate so far up to that point. Uh, he's only hitting 205, and he's got one home run and one RBI. So he's got a home run, and that one RBI is from that home run. Uh, but yeah, but he came through with a three-run double. Cardinals were up 6-0, 6 to nothing after that. So that was cool. That was a big deal. That happened right after I stopped recording. And then in the innings after that, Drew Rom got hit around a little bit. I know I've said it before, but Jordan Walker makes plays out there in right field. Harrison Bader hit a ball on the gap. Jordan Walker dove and smothered it, got up fast, and threw it into second base. And Harrison Bader kind of slid off the base. He was safe at first, but he couldn't hold on to the base, so he was out. It was a hell of a play. So a hell of a play by Jordan Walker that I got to see. So that's worth talking about. Again, I'm just justifying why we have a part two bonus episode here. I'm doing stand-up comedy for the very first time at an open mic in St. Louis on Monday on 9-11. Yes, I did that on purpose. I thought it was hilarious. I'll own it. I don't care. That shit's funny. But yeah, I'm going to an open mic in St. Louis on Monday. And in the previous episode, I gave kind of a, I gave an update on what I was writing and I talked about how I need to talk about writing every episode to keep myself accountable so that I write more, you know, and I utilize my time better. And so then I thought about it and I thought, well, I, I've known for a few weeks that I was going to be doing stand-up for the first time on 9-11. I've known this, but I haven't told too many people about it. And then I just thought, well, it's a unique opportunity to... Uh, to document an experience, you know? So I'll talk about it. I'll just talk about how it went. And I I can't even conceive, you know, what that's going to look like right now. So I, uh, it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be something. But to wrap up how this Cardinals game went, again, the reason why I'm talking about it across two episodes uh, the Cardinals played well. They've been actually been playing well lately, and they're playing games that don't matter because we have no chance to make the playoffs, but they're playing well lately. So, you know, I'm going to take the opportunity to talk about it. So uh, in the bottom of the six, Matthew Libertor uh, came in to pitch, and he got himself into a bases-loaded jam. Uh, he struck the guy out to get out of it. That was pretty cool. I got to see that. That was a cool moment for him. Um, he hasn't, he's, you know, it's his first year of mostly being in, on the major league team. So good to see that from him. Uh, bottom of the eighth, uh, Ellie De La Cruz was up with two outs and the bases loaded. 
the Cardinals were up nine to four at that point. Again, the Cardinals have been scoring well um, a lot lately, except for uh, when Adam Wainwright pitches, unfortunately. But the Cardinals have been scoring a lot of runs in the last few games for the most part. So they were up nine to four. Ellie De La Cruz was up for the Reds, and Giovanni Gallegos was pitching for the Cardinals. Fun fact, both of those guys are on my fantasy team. I would have really preferred, um, for fantasy, a home run would have been preferable, but for my heart, the Cardinals getting out of that inning and winning the game handedly would be better. And he grounded out to uh, to second base. No, he... He grounded out to first base, and Goldschmidt threw to second, and they got the force, and uh, and they were out of the inning. Uh, and then after that, uh, they went to the ninth, and Ryan Helsley got the last three outs. The Cardinals won 9-4. Uh, to four. So, yeah. And the Cardinals played well. So, again, I felt like I wanted to seize the opportunity. So, I did see that I uh, had a new uh, rating on Spotify, so... Whoever did that, uh, if you're listening, I appreciate it. Um, I, uh, I've said it before, but anybody who listens to uh, episode 10 um, and lets me know about it, um, I would be very happy to say thank you in, uh, in the upcoming episode. Uh, I've done that uh, a couple times already, and I'm very happy to do it. So, yeah, if you listen to the Shohei Otani episode, episode 10, again, I really appreciate that. Um ratings on a uh, Spotify or Apple podcast or anything like that uh, always is appreciated. This is going to be a trip to edit all together. So, um, yeah, fuck. I mean, I gotta, I gotta get ready for that shit. I've, I've got stuff written first time I got to go up there and I can't be a bitch. I, I feel like that's the priority. So, that's kind of what's at the forefront of my mind as of Friday, going into doing this on Monday. Again, this will be a fucking trip to edit. I I decided to do this entire thing uh, pretty much at random, and I didn't question it at all. So I'm curious to see how this episode uh, comes together. If you're listening, I appreciate it. I'm going to shut up. The 9-11 open mic. All right, that's it.